welcome back everybody today is the 7th of february 2022 and for our agenda this week in our top stories of the week we have pokemon legends arceus which came out a few weeks ago but i just finished and i'm going to give you my thoughts on it we're going to be talking about the book of boba fett which is coming in close to its finale next wednesday which would be in two days we will be discussing the new Jujutsu Kaisen movie and when you are able to get tickets if you are interested and which we will proceed to talk about Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan as we usually do in this space. So first of all, we're going to talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus. There's a lot good to talk about, but there's also a big, big, big no-no this, uh, this time around. But let's start off with the good. The good is the gameplay. I had a lot of fun. It's very different. It's not your typical, you get a starter Pokemon, you go to the next city, you fight the gym, you beat the gym, you go to the next city, gym, repeat, 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 repeat. Obviously that is standard Pokemon, but just, just because it's been standard and that's what people like, doesn't mean it doesn't get stale and for a lot of people this was getting stale and we kind of saw with pokemon sun and moon how they were trying to do something a little different but at the end of the day it didn't really hit so they went for a full reamp they went 100 percent into something that they had never done before and thus they came up with pokemon legends Arceus. So essentially what Arceus is, is you start off and you it feels you kind of get teleported into the past. That's what it feels like to me. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what it felt like to me based on what I was doing and what as the story was progressing, what kind of events were occurring. But you get placed in that in a in a time where Pokemon and people don't work together they're they're separate pokemon are out in the wild humans are kind of building their village they're kind of starting just living very simple lives and it's kind of your job to bridge that gap you know to kind of have people understand like hey like we can use pokemon for good and they don't we don't have to be afraid of them so the mechanics in this game are really really good i think this is a really good starting point for game freak and for pokemon moving forward essentially your your character has a 10 star system so the more you fill up your pokedex the more stars you get and as you're progressing through the story you obviously have to get more stars and more stars so that way you can those are the stars are essentially like the gym leaders in past games sorry about that and i thought they were done extremely well it, it gets to the point where it does feel like a grind but it doesn't feel like a grind because you're always finding new pokemon and the one mechanic that i will say was extremely intriguing was in past games you would catch a pokemon and they would be registered in the pokedex in this one it is registered in the pokedex but there's even side challenges that you have to complete. So let's say one of them is catch this Pokemon a certain number of times. 
the other one would be catch a alpha variant of the Pokemon or catch a small type of Pokemon or um, see this Pokemon do this move, you know, X amount of times. So there's little things that level up that Pokemon and the max rating that you can get for each Pokemon is 10. And, you know, sometimes with some Pokemon, it feels like you are never going to get it done because it they're really hard to find but like starlies are everywhere you know like those type of pokemon they're everywhere so they're really easy to complete the pokedex but then you have pokemon like growlithe who only come out in a certain space and they don't really spawn that much so you kind of have to look around and kind of be there at the right time for you to catch it and even fight it sometimes if you kill it you're kind of done right um there's also an aspect of pokemon that are enraged essentially uh they're called something different in the game but just to keep it extremely simple they're enraged you so their their eyes are red you come in they confront them and their moves they're they're just stronger pokemon they're just um more more strong I guess that's that would be the best way to put it. But it can also get extremely challenging for you to catch these Pokemon, right? Me, I have this thing where the only way that I can catch Pokemon is with standard Pokeballs. That's it. I don't use any Great Balls, Ultra Balls, Master Balls, whatever new balls they have in this game. They have like Feather Balls and something like that. I don't use any, any sword that isn't a Pokeball. So when I'm trying to catch these these alpha Pokemon, they can get really challenging because when you try to catch them, they essentially get pissed at you for trying to catch them. And and when they get mad, they their attack stats their attack stats go up and their defensive stats go up. So essentially they're like a cracked version of the already cracked Pokemon that you're having in addition to a incre increased or decreased catch rate i guess would be the, the, the correct word it's harder for you to catch them that's essentially that's what that means so a player like me who has a self-imposed rule of only catching pokemon with pokeballs it can get extremely tough you know i was i was battling a chancy the other day and she kept using soft boil and it was like dude every time i got you weak you just healed and also, in addition, there is a new mechanic where you can use strong style and agile style. And essentially, agile style kind of makes it to where you can attack twice consecutively, but you reduce the damage or you have a strong style that deals heavier damage, but it takes away that second opportunity for you to do something. And I think that's a really cool mechanic. I found it extremely useful sometimes. Because if my Pokemon was fast enough, I could use Agile Style and then right after use a Strong Style. So I could use a, a weak version of the move, but then I could also use a Strong version to kind of, you would use like the Agile Style to see how much damage you would do. And then let's say you were trying to catch it, you would use Agile Style again, or you would just throw the Pokeball depending on how much damage you did. Or you could just go straight into using the Strong Style, especially with like, with the people that you have to fight, the NPCs. 
so you kind of get a taste of like how much damage it does and strength does, you know. So I thought that w I just added a little layer of of strategy to the game, and I thought that was really, really fun. The exp the exploration aspect of it, I'm having so much fun. You know, you just kind of walk around the wilderness. There's a lot to do. There's Pokemon everywhere. Um, they added this thing where if somebody blacks out in the wild, in the wild, they drop their satchel, and other players can look through that list, and they appear in the map. You can pull up rescue their satchel and give it back to them for merit points you know and i spent a few hours just doing that because i want to know what these merit points do to be honest i'm just kind of collecting them and seeing what's up but i'm not going to really talk about anything else there's i'm not going to talk about the story or anything the stories it's a standard pokemon game you know you're just leveling up and at the end you fight the the legendaries and that's that you know kind of save the world <laughs> but I think it, this this was a the gameplay speaking it was a f breath of fresh air I, I really enjoyed it I thought it was something different I thought it was something that I enjoyed a lot but on to the negative Jesus Christ man the graphics are so fucking dog shit like like I was playing it at first I was kind of forced to play it on handheld just because my setup didn't really allow me to play on my monitor. So it didn't really feel like it looked bad just because it was small. But the moment I transferred it to docked. Jesus. It was so fucking bad, bro. Like the world just looks really ugly, man. Like it feels like you're playing a really late PlayStation 2 game or a really early playstation 3 that's that's something that game freak really disappointed not just me but a lot of people you know and i think that's like i said that's extremely disappointing for somebody a studio like game freak that has so much fucking money and this is the most that they could do graphically speaking you want to talk about yeah the switch isn't a strong console Zelda did it with Breath of the Wild. They did a fucking fantastic job. And now you look at Pokemon Legends Arceus and it looks like fucking ass. Like, no, like something, something's not right. It's not the console. It's just there's something more. And I do want to say that Game Freak, this is a good starting point. I really like where, you, where you're going or where you can go with this. But if you're going to make this game look like shit again, don't make it. Just don't do it. This cannot happen again. Like, you have way too much money for you to be lazy with the graphics. You know what I mean? But that's kind of our first impressions on Pokemon Legends Arceus. Like I said, this is a good starting point for the next game. I think there's certain gameplay aspects that you could definitely improve um but the biggest thing that you need to improve like starting right fucking now is the graphics it, it, it can't look like this it cannot look as choppy as outdated as ugly as they did man they, they really can't and and if it does again then i think a lot of people are going to be extremely pissed you know, you have a few years 
I don't see any Pokemon game coming out in the next two, three years. So if they start from right now and really work on this new project that Pokemon can be like an RPG, because essentially it's always been an RPG, you know, but but now there's there's aspects like like the star ratings and the Pokedex and the Pokedex and side quests and side missions because there's a lot you know you walk up it says new request you pull up to the guy he tells you hey i need this done then you have it on the list you can get it done whenever you want you don't have to do it in that moment you can wait till later and i think that's really cool i also really enjoyed the boss battles because it's not like your pokemon has to be the one that fights it's your character so it kind of feels like your character is is putting in work you know what i mean and and i really enjoyed that you know if it, it really felt like i was the one in control and not so much my pokemon you know so that was also i think that's a plus for the game moving forward i think those are extremely fun but like i said this the graphics cannot be this terrible next time around they really can't and if they are then don't make it <laughs> honestly uh, on to the next topic. Now, t- this week is just going to be me ranting for for some weird reason, but we're going to talk about the book of Boba Fett, right? And how chapter six is. So next, this Wednesday is going to be the last episode. Um, so we have chapter six titled "From the Desert Comes a Stranger," and I really think that the book of Boba Fett has become a episode zero for the Mandalorian season three. It's been two episodes where we get hardly any Boba Fett, if any, and we just get the Mandalorian. That's it. Uh, The week before, we got the Mandalorian going with the head of the clan. He's out there living for a little bit. And then the girl asked him, have you ever taken off your mask? That's actually kind of funny and ironic in in today's society, but... Anyway, <laughs> so he, she asked him, like, have you ever taken off your helmet? And he doesn't answer. And she's like, have you ever taken it off? And he doesn't answer. So then she asked the other guy, and the other guy's like, no, like, it's it's against the creed. Like, we would never do that. And so she asked him again, have you ever taken it off? And he doesn't reply. Just So they assume that he has. And she's just like, get the fuck out of my house. So he leaves, he goes to Tatooine, he is in hopes of trying to fix his ship, the lady who kind of does his maintenance on the on the ship, she's like, I got a better, sh- some sh- better ship for you, but y- you kind of came in too early, and all I have are scraps. So then they progress to kind of have a little time lapse of them repairing the ship, you know, doing all that, cr- all that fun stuff. And then he proceeds to fly it around. He falls in love with it. Blah, blah, blah. So then we have this week's episode. Where at the beginning he's like, I want to see the kid. So then he goes out. And we get a whole section of Jedi Training 101. With Luke Skywalker and Grogu. And there's some cringy stuff. You know, <laughs> some cringy, some cringy training aspects. But... And and so 
And so he's kind of there. And, and As, As Oska, Osaka is there. And she's like, are you doing this for yourself or are you doing this for him? Because um, before he leaves from from the, the, the clan, they use, they recycle some material to make armor for the, for Grogu. And, and so he goes out there to deliver it. And so Osaka asks him, she's like, are you doing this for him or are you doing this for yourself? And he's like, no, like, I just want to give, I just want to give the kid this, this gift, you know, because he is one of us. Uh, and so then she kind of proceeds to kind of say, like, what are you talking about? He's training to be a Jedi. And and he's kind of like, oh, like, he's just kind of not really there. You know, he kind of he's too too concerned with trying to see the kid. And, and the kid is literally like up the street from him because there's a little tree there, you know. And he's just kind of there and he's like, but I'm so close. And she's just like, like, do you really, do you really think this is the best thing? Sh- he can barely like survive without you around. He has serious attachment to you, and you're just gonna make this worse. So, honestly, I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, you can see that the Mandalorian is in awe and human. He has a heart. He has a lot of attachment to Grogu. But what does this have to do with Boba Fett? You know what I mean, like. I was just kind of like, okay, like, yay, like, we're watching, you know, young Luke. He, and during this time, this is where he's barely getting started with the school. So if you've seen the sequel trilogy where Kylo Ren is kind of getting taught by Luke, that's essentially where it starts. And Grogu is going to become his first student or is bound to become because we're going to talk about that later. And so obviously, as you can tell, I'm pretty little disappointed. You know, half the episode is just has nothing to do with the book of Boba Fett, in my opinion. But then the second half kind of does. And and we go back to to the, the conflict in Mon Espa and in Tatooine. And we have an old friend that dates back to uh, the Clone Wars <laughs> and the prequel era. And that is the western theme bounty hunter clad bane uh he shows up in the episode he's a he's a clone war veteran who who worked with count doku so that just makes you know what type of person he is he's he's a hire he works for everybody that anybody that pays him and in this situation he is getting paid by the syndicate to kind of get their dirty work done so he pulls up to Freetown. He, this is right after the Mandalorian pulls up to Freetown, and it's and it's Marshall, and it's kind of like, hey, we need help against the Syndicate, and the Marshall just kind of like, this really hasn't, this doesn't have to do anything with us, you know, and the Mandalorian is like, it it will in the future because if they get control of the of the planet, then you're gonna have to kind of abide by their rules. And and he's like, well, it's not my problem right now, and the people don't aren't really re- ready for any sort of war. And so they kind of leave it at that. So the Mandalorian leaves, and that's when Clad Bane 
you know, pops up and he's, he kind of just pulls up and he's like, hey, yo, Marshall, if you can stay out of this, no one's going to get hurt. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, what's going on? And he's like, just stay out of it. Like, this isn't any of your business, blah, blah, blah. And so obviously they kind of engage in a little standoff. And, you know, the the hired muscle is the one that gets the upper hand. Just kind of walks away after that. So I'm pretty excited to see one for one. Uh, at the end of the episode, Grogu gets offered by Luke two options. He either takes the armor that was given to him by the Mandalorian. Or he takes the lightsaber that Master Yoda used to have. And that is going to define his future. So I'm extremely, extremely excited to see what he chooses. In addition, to kind of see where this whole syndicate versus people of Tatooine and Boba Fett kind of goes. It hasn't gone anywhere because we've spent two episodes worrying about how much the Mandalorian likes Grogu. And you know what I mean? Like, like, do we really need this right now? We don't. I appreciate the the episode where the Mandalorian gets a little, you know, like little closure of him having to leave and gets a new ship. But we didn't need that. We could have definitely waited until Mandalorian season three, episode one. We did not have to have it in the book of Boba Fett. That's what I loved about the book of Boba Fett. It brought back all of the drama that involved the empire the separatists all that shit i loved it so i don't you know i don't i don't really care about luke training grogu right now i don't but you know it is what it is the finale is said to be on wednesday so i'm extremely excited to see where the book of boba fett is going to conclude and overall, as since I haven't seen the last episode, it to the book of Boba Fett started off fucking god tier, man. I was having so much fun. The the whole ep just figuring out how he made it out, how he survived, and then that whole runaway train, you know, fight scene was fucking amazing. I love that. But after that, there's been nothing, and I'm extremely disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. So let me take a quick sip of this. All right. On to the next topic, which is going to be anime. And we're going to be talking a little bit about Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, and Attack on Titan. So first of all, just to get a little housekeeping out of the way, be sure to be on the lookout on the 25th of February for those Jujutsu Kaisen movie tickets. They are set to release on the 25th of february so just be on the lookout if you want to check those out that's the day i will definitely be keeping tabs because i am extremely excited about this movie and if you are too then please 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 make sure that you are on top of your life on the 25th of february but that I just wanted to make sure that you guys knew about those movie tickets. Just be ready. Be ready. And we usually talk a lot in detail about these 
two animes that are Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan. But this week, we're going to not talk about it as much. We're just kind of going to talk about what happens. And um, as for Demon Slayer, next week is going to be the last episode. So we're just kind of kind of have our thoughts about how much fun we've had and as for attack on titan these are two animes you're gonna have to watch um there's only so much i can praise this anime every week they're giving us 10 out of 10 episodes if you haven't seen it then i don't really know what you're doing with your life man Uh, genuinely so as for demon slayer episode 10 titled never give up Nobody expected the opening. I don't think anybody expected how this episode was going to start. It starts off with the entertainment district in flames. Everything is just everything is destroyed. We see the demon siblings toying with Tanjiro because he is the only one left standing. Everyone else is KO'd on the floor. And and all you can think is, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> how did this happen? And and you just kind of see see the male demon just kind of be like, what's like what? Come on! Like I love seeing people in in despair. He proceeds to break two of Tanjiro's fingers, and Jesus, that's just extremely painful to watch you know because you get to the point where you're just kind of like oh shit is it over <laughs> obviously it's not it's a shonen you know the the boys are gonna they're gonna have to revive and and clutch but you feel that you feel that sense of like oh shit it could happen we could see all these guys die and and honestly, we just proceed to witness 16 minutes of complete eye candy after this. I, I, I really don't have the words to talk about what happened, what we experienced on Sunday. All I'm going to say is this this arc was a ton of fun, you know, and, and no matter what happens next episode. I th- next th- next week we're definitely going to talk about overall the overall season of Demon Slayer so I guess we'll kind of wait on the talk until next Monday but the these last four ep- five episodes of Demon Slayer have just knocked it out of the park they've been home runs they've been grand slams and there's there's really nothing more than we can say there's there's we have no words no words at all at least i don't um but yeah like i said we proceed to witness 16 minutes of complete eye candy <laughs> in in it's it's insane i i i don't even know what to say and I will say that week after week, every Sunday, we woke up to two animes that were back-to-back tens. And 
you know, waiting for that Sunday from Monday to Saturday, it was just, it was a treat. It was, it was such an experience. You know, I would, I just remember going on Twitter and having everybody talk about it, how the next episode is going to going to be even better than the last. And I don't, I don't see this type of hype happening years for years. I don't think there's ever going to be a time where we're going to be experiencing back-to-back episodes of 10 out of 10 enemies. Obviously, it's it still has to wrap up. Demon Slayer still has half the story to to animate from the manga. Attack on Titan still has to wrap up its story until March. And I'm not the one. I am not one person to to say that an anime is a top 10 until it's over until the credits roll on the last episode and that's that my my biggest thing was because of the promised neverland season one is one of the most psychologically inducing things that you will ever watch i was invested i i just remember binge watching that and and it was just a mind fuck. You know, every episode had me on the edge of my seat. And and that's kind of how it felt for these two animes. But then what happened with season two, they just completely shit on it. You know, they 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 didn't pace it well. They they just got lazy. They didn't want to adapt. I don't know what happened. Honestly, it was one of the most disappointing things I have ever seen in my life. And it sucks because the Promised Neverland manga is one of the most interesting stories that I have experienced. So that's pretty sad. But like I said, that I just hope that I don't think I doubt it will. I don't think it will happen to Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan. But that's also why I'm reserving my kind of like my hopes you know i'm i'm just kind of waiting to see if they can they can continue to s- to release these kind of episodes and if they do then they're going to easily be a top 5 when they end with the goats like naruto <laughs> but that's that's gonna be the talk about Demon Slayer. Um, next Sunday, we are gonna be treated with a forty-five minute episode. So, be sure to make the time Sunday morning to watch these forty-five minutes. And if you haven't seen it, then you then this is the perfect time to binge watch all of it because there's a lot of people that I know that. They wait until the last episode comes out, and then they watch the whole thing. So if that's what you like, then now's the time. Please leave this podcast and go watch uh, Demon Slayer right now. <laughs> um, on to the next anime, which is Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan st- still has a lot. It still has a lot of story to adapt. You know, we have until March for Attack on Titan to end, so... We it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a little while, but that doesn't mean it's not good. 
and and last week last week's episode was insane not to say the least and this episode we get kind of a slower pace but that doesn't mean it's bad it's it's not the first i guess most of the episode revolves around the backstory of Amiru, who is the founding titan she is the first titan to ever roam the earth but interestingly enough she's a slave to the king you know even though she's an she's a titan she still bows down to the king she still has her children or has his children and and she obeys everything everything he says and i remember when i was reading the manga uh we had a discussion with some friends and we would be like why you literally have the power of a titan why on earth would you bow down to the king you are more than this king and you know these uh, these 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 questions are going to be addressed as the anime progresses so uh that's all i'm going to say uh going back to the episode you know like i said she was a slave to the king she did everything he asked and when he was on his deathbed essentially he said reproduce 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 have attack have uh, titan babies everywhere <laughs> you know make sure that this this genetic of being able to become titans never goes away because that is when it w- that is what is going to keep these people strong and you know like looking back on history that that makes sense there's there's been civilizations in history that have made it their mission to keep inheriting people that are like them so that their their power continues to rule and to be you know just to continue we get a lot of that with like dynasties in china we had that with the roman empire so it's not it's not unheard of you know and and that's mostly what the episode talks about but then we proceed to see Eden make it with Ymir and he says I'm the one that you've been looking for all this time you've been waiting for me so give me the power of the founding titan and you know th- this whole episode you didn't see her eyes and when he and when he says that to her they finally animate her eyes and you see Eden inherit the power of the founding titan and he makes this huge PSA which is memeing throughout twitter and i think it's hilarious but he makes a public service announcement to everybody and he says i am going to kill everybody that isn't part of the island with the wall titans so essentially the walls that protected the people of paradise 
he 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 basically because we remember that throughout the anime in in the first seasons there's an episode where they like hit the wall and they see the face of a titan and everybody goes like what the fuck is that well that's what it is the wall is comprised of a bunch of titans and Eden proceeds to let everyone out and thus the rumbling begins you know after after this point the story just this is this is where every, like this is what i was saying a few weeks ago there you know demon slayer is going to be number one spot until something happens this is the something the rumble the beginning of the rumbling is where attack on titan begins to be a fucking ins- roller coaster of a story an insane roller coaster and i'm really excited to see everybody witness this <laughs> it's 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 going to be a journey you guys and i'm really looking forward to experiencing this with you all but it's getting kind of late you know i had to work today i had to work all weekend we were fully booked at our wedding venue and i had to work starting last wednesday and today was my friday quote unquote so i get tomorrow off um the recording did come out a little late but the recording is out so you're gonna wake up on a tuesday morning with the podcast all set and we discussed some some interesting topics i think and you know we're 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 closing in on the time for demon slayer spring 2022 is going to be a a journey there's some good animes coming out so i feel like if demon slayer and ufotable continue to make these type of episodes that i am 100% willing to wait i can wait you know next season we're going to have the shielding the rising of the shield hero we're going to have kaguya sama um so you know we're going to be busy we're going to be watching other stuff and but that doesn't mean we won't miss demon slayer we can't wait for you to come back i know it's not over it's next sunday is going to be over but this kind of feels like us getting ready to let go you know so like i said we host watch parties every Sunday for both Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan. And I think I want to keep doing that for, you know, for spring 2022 when these new animes come out. I kind of want to I want to keep having these watch parties every week. And as per tradition, April means that we have our year yearly rewatch of Your Lie in April. So that means... I've been thinking about having a watch party for that as well. I'm not too sure how it's going to work because all of it is released. So it can't be like, oh, every Sunday we're going to watch an episode because we're going to run out of time. We're April's going to fly by and we're not going to be able to watch all 22 episodes. So I'm still working on the details. But I definitely want those of you who haven't been able to experience your life in April, which is one of my favorite slice of life animes. And probably one of the animes that changed my life. I I want you guys to experience it as well. 
So I'm working on how to how to make that a watch party option. But you know, in conclusion, I just want to thank you all for making it to the end. And I look forward to seeing you next Monday with the entertainment arc entertainment district arc of Demon Slayer completed with the new episode of Attack on Titan. We'll be able to talk a little bit more with my dress up darlings with, you know, the book of Boba Fett that concludes this Wednesday. And if there's any games that are coming out that you recommend, definitely let me know. Also, I will say that we went to go watch Jackass. I, I forgot to talk about that, but we went to go watch Jackass. It was a ton of fun those those stunts are something that are insane i would never ever attempt to do any of that shit fuck that dude fuck that johnny knoxville and steve-o are fucking insane in the brain insane in the membrane insane in the brain hell yeah bro they're fucking crazy but they made those new guys uh work for it those new guys really got handed their ass handed to them <laughs> but it was it was something that was kind of worth the watch just turning off your brain and i enjoyed it i enjoyed it i thought it was a ton of fun i would 100 percent watch that over moonfall moonfall was good graphically to compare it to to pokemon legends rcs moonfall was good graphically but gameplay wise it was complete it wasn't complete trash, but it was it was pretty bad. And I was I thought it was okay for for the visuals, not so much for the story. It it was extremely confusing. But those two movies came out this weekend. I don't know if I'm gonna watch Death on the Nile. I don't really want to. But we'll see. We'll see. I work on Thursday, so if I end up going, it would probably be on Wednesday or on, like, Saturday. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but that concludes our podcast. Have a wonderful night, morning, afternoon, whatever it is for you. And I will catch you next week. Late. Late, late.